Let the applause wash over us as you are looking live at the Dogberry Brewing Company in Westchester, Ohio, where you are witnessing firsthand Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Good evening, everyone. My name is Mike Cisneros, and I'd like to welcome you to our fantastic program we've got for you tonight here live at Dogberry Brewing in Westchester uh, to my far right is the man who is synonymous with with anonymous the man from anywhere and nowhere at the same time the man who is vexed by audio problems with our video feed the gnarly gnome I'm, from the gnarly gnome.com i'm grumpy i need a beer <laughs> <laughs> he's an angry gnome. also known as a grumpy gnome uh and to uh his left uh, f- the queen of cincinnati craft beer commentary from the overlook lodge in pleasant ridge and also the oakley pub and grill mixologist server extraordinaire I bid welcome once again to Tina Cisneros. Ahoy, hoy. Hey, what's up? Hello. And to my immediate right are the two guys that are really the guys of the hour, the men of the day, if you will. Uh, Tony Meyer and Chris Freedy. they are the, the men who are behind this wonderful facility here, Dogberry Brewing. And you can, of course, give them a big round of applause. We've got a bunch of beer in front of us. We've got, but we've got a lot of ground to cover tonight. And Gnome, why don't you go ahead and get it started? Because you're the one that broke the news this morning on the gnarlygnome.com about what is going to be happening. The amazing, the amazing transformation that is going to be happening to Dogberry Brewing. Oh, they're moving. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> they're they're moving. They're getting bigger. I mean, we've we've got the guys sitting right here. So I mean, from you, your own words, that's the whole point of this thing, you know. Yeah. Um, you guys are a nano brewery, and not you're anymore. Not going to be a nano. Nano brewery more. <laughs> yeah. Nano exactly. no more. Um, yeah, it was a fun article to write because yeah. you know it's. It, I I don't know if you guys had this this idea in your head from the beginning that maybe this was a possibility or if it's just something that kind of happened because of, you know, all these drunks that come out and drink all your beer. Every <laughs> week. Uh, these mean, are wonderful people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was a great article. I mean, well, thank that, you. like, I think it, you just hit the nail on the head. Uh, what we said earlier today was we didn't know where this could go, but we're always open to possibilities. We we're not limiting, but we're not, you know, we don't, we're not going to say we know what we're doing, <laughs> <laughs> but we find out the answers, and it's not an accident either. So when, yeah. Chris, when Chris and Tony and uh, Noam and I sat, I think, at that very yeah. table right yeah. there back uh, a little bit over a year ago, my impression was you guys were kind of hobbyists that had let it get out of hand. Um, this, that was, that was a little bit misleading. We we sort of knew what we were doing. Okay, that's fair enough. And it wasn't necessarily a marketing plan, but it was, it was not something that we did not set out to do what we're doing now, or at least at this time. Um, what we're doing, we thought was possible. We just didn't know what happened in in a year and a half. And that's a credit, an amazing credit to I guess your customer base. Absolutely. And. Mm-hmm. To the uh, which you guys can give yourselves a big round of applause, please. <laughs> we want to let we want everybody out there on the podcast to know. Since we, I think we're videoless tonight, we want everybody out there on the podcast to know that we have a great and we really do have a great crowd in here tonight. Um, your your fan base, your customer base, but also just the general explosion of just in the year that we've been doing this, just an explosion of establishments, mm-hmm. bars, beers. 
uh, Brewers, and it, it doesn't show any signs of letting up or stopping. No, and uh, we hope not since we uh, just signed a bunch of paperwork that said we have to spend <laughs> a lot of money. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully tomorrow everybody doesn't wake up and decide they want to go back to drinking Bud Light. Right. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Uh, some of the particulars, uh, 9964 Crescent Park Drive, uh, that away? That away. That away. Just a little bit south of here. Conveniently closer to my house. Yeah. Which, uh, <laughs> I appreciate that, guys. That's Ever so slightly. <laughs> what, a mile south of Union Center? Yeah. yeah. Um, we're two minutes from the streets of Westchester, uh, Top Golf main event, the, in those new uh, entertainment focused places down there. Uh, it's in a, it is in a manufacturing industrial type district, but that well, is uh, yeah. mandated by the type of work and industry that we're in so uh, well, I, I yeah. don't i don't think that you know that that shows people kind of what that place is like either i, I drove by today and mm. you know when you say it's in an industrial park uh, you, it's, it's you a beautiful building you yeah. think river town where it's concrete and and, and no and you can find it too it's easy to find the first time we saw the building we weren't we weren't able to go inside because the previous tents were still there right yeah so we looked at the outside it's like ah, uh, it, we thought it looked kind of small at that point so, you know, three or four buildings later, we're looking around, and finally, we're, you know, we were one day we're like, well, we haven't even seen the inside. Why don't we see through our realtor if we can go inside? And we walked in. It's like, oh yeah, this is a good size. Yeah, it's, it's perfect. It, it's it seems big right now. Nothing's in it, but really, once we fill it up, it's going to be pretty cozy. It's going to be a little bigger than obviously bigger than this, but you know, we'll create the same feel in a bigger space. Well, Absolutely. And, and, and the the industrial quote unquote park that it's in yeah. still feels kind of neighborhoody. It's there's, yeah. there's grass, yeah. there's trees, there's it's trees. quiet. <laughs> I mean, it's like it, it's almost it's more, Westchester it's almost still. more neighborhoody <laughs> than what you guys are here on Cincinnati Dane road with all the traffic and right. the noise. Yeah. And right. I mean, it's, it's, it's a very different feel, but it's, the right feel, I guess, if that, you know, there's some, uh, you know, office parks, uh, office, you know, people we've talked to who work in those places who said, oh, yeah, there's going to be people who will visit. Right. Kind of an after work destination right. kind of thing. There's going to be people knocking on the windows at lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then putting we'll yourself them in and putting yourselves pretty much right in the middle or, or, or I don't know if it's in the middle. You, you'd know more. You guys know more about the location in the middle on the periphery. Either way, close to a lot of the entertainment. Uh, stuff that's going almost on almost within over walking there. distance, and if not, it's a cheap Uber ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 smack in the middle middle of the entertainment area for Westchester. Periscope wants to know about parking. Parking. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have a couple more spaces. <laughs> 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 Seven to ten times. There will though. be no <laughs> lot. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so you can look at you can look at parking. The same way we're doing our brew house expansion, and it'll be about a tenfold expansion. Well, let, let's talk <laughs> about that a little bit. What do you guys exactly have planned for the brew house? Uh, ten barrel brew house, three ten barrel fermenters, ten barrel bright to start, and then we'll move from there. We will still keep our one barrel house that we're using now, and all of these fermenters we'll use uh, for yeast propagation and uh, maybe some specialty one-off or test batch type stuff. Absolutely outstanding. Uh, ten, uh, uh, 10 barrel system, ten, uh, three uh, 10 barrel fermenters, 10 barrel bright tank, 10 barrel cold crash tank. Yeah. Um, uh, bottle releases? Possibly. Um, we're, you know, we don't have anything planned yet. We still need to get, uh, get the wheels off the ground. But, 
you know, we, we have definitely talked about and I foresee some specialty bomber releases and uh, maybe even some of the one barrel stuff that goes bottles only. Um, and we, we haven't ruled out the mobile canning type type stuff, but uh, bottles and cans will not be a mainstay and most of the mainstay beers will still remain draft only. And we're really hoping to still sell most of the beer in-house. We want to create this type of atmosphere where you still want to come see us and not just go get us wherever it is right, that it's right. easy to get it. We want you to come hang out and have fun with us. Yeah, and along those lines, the uh, say it's 25 to 20% that we can sell to bars and restaurants is to get the beer out there when we're not open and hopefully bring people back to the tap room. Yeah. Yeah, that's the goal. And, and it, it, I, I, is, there, is that something you guys are doing now? Are you selling? Uh, you're not. You're not distributing beer at beer all. Right? The beer leaves here only when we make a uh, promise after too many beers, or <laughs> <laughs> or in a growler. Yeah, or yeah, grow, we sell a lot of growlers, but um, you know, only it, over the over the the year and a half, we've sold beer outside of here when we had to, or when we really, really want to. Right. right. And it's been very infrequent. Uh, right now, I think there's uh, no kegs out there. But that's a, but that's right a, but that's a plan to kind of up that and increase yeah, that. Yeah, we'd in, like in, to in see about sense. fifteen to twenty-five percent of the production go out. Yeah, and we've it. had we've had requests for it. It's we just can't meet that demand right now. So yeah. right, uh, you have hardly been able sometimes to brew enough beer. <laughs> no, to we serve sell. Beer. <laughs> we're selling more every weekend here than we can we can replace with production each week. Yeah. And so that'll go a huge way to not only uh, ensuring plenty of. Uh, plenty of access in the tap room, plenty of different kinds of, of beers, many different varieties, and then some distribution, uh, you know, into to the hinterlands, to, right. the, yeah. to, the, to the ignorant masses that have not yet had the deliciousness that is That's dog, right. dogberry there, brewing There's beer. apparently a lot of ignorant people out there. <laughs> well, it's, it's crazy to me, you know, and I think we talked about this even when we were out here, you know, show four, I think it was, when we came out the first time. Whatever it was. Boy, that was like a jalopy, you know, <laughs> driving a Even jalopy. more painful to listen to than what our Periscope is tonight. But, um, I, you know, being close by here, living close by here, it still blows my mind where I'll, I'll be hanging out at a, at a bar or a Jungle Gems or whatever it may be, and you start talking to people, and they still just haven't come out here. Oh, yeah, I haven't been in to go to that place. Is that, how is it? You know? Right. Like, yeah. well... Why don't you go? Well, I just hear the parking's really bad. Well, you yeah. guys, you know, our, our, it, it, our yeah. special guest host a couple of weeks ago, Raging Hop, had, has not been here yet. Yeah, I it's 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 a, crazy to me. I, yeah, I, I think so too. I think that you know it just takes a little bit of uh, effort. You can find a place to park. It's not the easiest thing, but it's okay. I mean, they'll find us in a new place, and it'll be it, it'll be okay. And and then Rivertown's expansion, they're going to be coming up here. They're going to be. Stepping into your guys' neighborhood, yeah, joining in you as, a, as yeah. a, uh, a in the in the same general area yeah. uh, as a as as a partner slash you know competition you know slash yeah. Um, well, there's plenty of thirsty people up here. I, yeah, it's okay. And I think it's I, a, we welcome that. I think the diversity in their beers versus ours, and we can we'll probably get into this a little bit later about. The way we make our beers and what the, the types of beers that we brew is completely different than what uh, what Rivertown's doing or really anybody else around here. Our focus is is just a little bit different and built into that balance uh, that people enjoy when they're here. So variety in this neighborhood and in this area is something that I think is is a good thing. I'm interested. What was it? One thing? Were there several things we talked about? You know. 
the difficulty in keeping up with production and so forth and so on. But what what was it that made you guys finally decide that you wanted to take the, the step and, and be bigger to say to yourself, because you did mention it earlier, it's, it was faster than you thought it was going to mm-hmm. be. Uh, you'd always seem to have a plan for it, but what was it that kind of finally s- flipped it over the top? Well, I mean, guys? the initial business plan showed us brewing three times a week, and now we're brewing four to five times a week, and we still can't keep up. All right, we are, we are tapped out on capacity. We're tapped out on fermentation space. We are tapped out on parking, and we're open very limited hours each week and still selling more than we can replace. Yeah, I think the, the word that comes to my mind is efficiency. Um, mm-hmm. If we can make 10 barrels at a time, one time a week, that's two and a half times what we make now. Um, and still still have the same or more people come in. And to be accommodating, we've heard so many times where people said, I would have stopped in, but the parking lot was full. So it it is a big expansion for us, but it's still not We're still over the top. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, so I guess whether that's good or bad or however we want to take that, we're not, we're not um, going crazy here. We're we're seeing a way to. Oh, you're crazy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've already gone crazy. It's, we're not going it's crazy, funny because but. you know we we sat down with Mad Tree not that long ago and talked to them about. Oh, their they expansion. are crazy. But it's yeah. it's the same story. It's the same the same reasons. The same the same thing that that, that they're doing that you guys are doing. Yeah. You know, just it, a little different it's just, scale. Just way bigger scale. But yeah. I mean the, the you know I. I think I posted on Facebook or something about it today. When you really, you know, put it on paper, you know, the the amount that you guys are growing is bigger than the amount that that, that Madry is growing into their hundred barrel system. That's, that's true. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a big expansion. I don't think that people respect. Oh, going to a ten barrel, they're you know oh, they're micro very cool, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. coming from one barrel to to ten barrels is a big shift and a big change. It and, really is. Uh, I'm kind of curious, um, talking about the tap room, <coughs> and how how that 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 atmosphere is going to change over how the how the customers are going to handle the switch the people that you know can can walk here and no well, it might be a little further drive but i i really hope and i think what we've talked about is the feeling's going to be the same um, i'm still going to be hanging out here whether anybody likes it or not and uh, <laughs> you know you'll, you'll still be able to talk to the guys that run the place uh the beers aren't going to change the idea the approach the feeling of the of the room isn't going to change we're going to have the same type of feeling i guess what the way we've heard it explained most of the time is it's like going into your buddy's man cave and it's nice and laid back it's it's calm and there's just good people here that are enjoying good beers and it's just going to be a little bit bigger. That's yeah, all. you're just going to bring that feeling to more people. Right, And exactly. not take it away from anyone who right. already is because here. I feel like enough people think we're hiding it from them now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, in, your art- in your article, Noam. I mean, when you said, even if you don't know the people, you feel like you know them. And, and that's uh, whether, I don't know why it's like that, but when we see people, like we, you know, we work together to start out. That's how we met. Then we went to Reds games. But you go to people, you say hi to them, you, you know, you look them in the eye. People respect that, they, you know, and then they have the beer. So that's kind of how it goes. I, I don't know. I, so, you, you know, you said that you don't know why. So does, well, is we there, do know why. I mean, well, I, we're, we're figuring it out. Is, we're realizing it. Is there it, some yeah. kind is, – what are the fears with a move like this? What I mean, I, is, is I, it just I don't the money? Have any or fears. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, money is one thing, but money doesn't motivate or scare either of us, I don't think. Uh, uh, yeah, well, I would say the first 18 months, 
or 15 months, whatever, you, answered our fears. So yeah, uh, when we brewed <laughs> together at home, it's like we can do this. People like it that don't have to like it. Let's try it this way. It people more and more people are liking it. Yeah. We yeah. figured out the business side of things, and that's why we're more comfortable to take this. When night next one step. turned into the same thing on night five, and then night fifty, we like, oh shit, this is gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's working. I, I think we can uh, see by the crowd that we've had, we've got in here tonight that you guys uh, have it definitely working, and. So just more of a good thing. Listen, we're going to take a short break. Uh, Can we drink uh, some beer after that? Yeah, yes. absolutely. We messed <laughs> up. I am dying we're over here. We're supposed to start with from the beer fridge. <laughs> but you got to start with the big news. You can't bury the lead. So, uh, so we will be right back with from the beer fridge right here on Cincy Brewcast. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hi, Mike Cisneros here with a word about Brewhouse Dog Bones. By now, craft beer fans all over Cincy know the distinctive brown paper sack with a big red bone. You've seen it in great breweries like Mount Carmel, Listerman's, Rheingeist, 8-Ball, Braxton, and more. At just 5 bucks a bag, you know you can't find a more healthful or delicious treat for your best friend made from spent brewery grains, organic eggs, peanut butter, and brown rice flour. But did you know that Brewhouse Dog Bones is an educational program for developmentally disabled teens and young adults? It's available through the New Richmond, Cincinnati Public, Fort Thomas Public, Sycamore, Oak Hills, and many more school districts across southwest Ohio and northern Kentucky. For more information on where to find Brewhouse Dog Bones or how to get your developmentally disabled loved one or your school district involved in the Brewhouse Dog Bones program, contact Lisa Graham at area code 513-520-0310 or visit www.brewhousedogbones.com. Give your dog the craft experience with Brewhouse Dog Bones. Hi, this is Bobby Slattery from 50 West Brewing Company in 50 Westville, and you are listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hey, hi, this is Peanut from 8-Ball Brewing in Bellevue slash Newport. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hi, this is Mike Dewey from Mount Carmel Brewing Company in Mount Carmel, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Mike Cisneros, Southern Artie Gnome, Tina Cisneros, along with Chris Freedy and Tony Meyer from Dogberry Brewing here in Westchester. We are live, and so we're happy to see everybody that's come out tonight to both enjoy the delicious Dogberry beer, to hear the big announcement of the big Dogberry expansion. Again, if you did not get the whole story, you, of course, you can listen again to the podcast, uh, or you can go, like most of you should have already done, to the gnarlygnome.com and check out the story there on the Gnome's blog. He's got everything uh, that you need to know about what's going on here at Dogberry. And now, to slake the thirst of the thirsty... Without further ado, from the beer fridge. And we have a array of the dogberry beers yeah. in front of us. And let us begin. Uh, what, what, what do we got? And what are we gonna? You have a you have an extensive list tonight. You have uh, what looks like a, a, a ten. Well, we always have ten on. Um, Usually Always. throughout a weekend we'll have yeah well when Noam was here last time we had eight. <laughs> well, no drank two of them yeah. Well, I mean folks are thirsty so yeah. Uh, generally we will start the weekend with thirteen to fourteen different beers available. Uh, we always have 
10 running. Um, as the weekend drones on, it'll it'll dry out a little bit. But tonight uh, we've poured tasters uh, of four of the different beers. Uh, we've done our smoked IPA. We've done mm. our Undone, which I can get into a little bit more uh, about why we named it that. It's a simple uh, American IPA. We've done... We have Turn in Two, which is a, a fan favorite, and Hop Springs uh, Eternal, which is a red IPA that I know is a favorite of the gnomes, so I put that on the board. Uh, let's start with uh, the Hop Springs. I think that's probably probably the best place to start. And, and I have to say that uh, as during our setup, kind oh of our, our pregame uh, beer, I had uh, the Maiden Flight Rye, IP, uh, Rye Pale Ale, which I'm a sucker for rye beers. Another one of my favorite ones. Absolutely, absolutely love them, and it was right on point, man. It was perfect. Thank you, thank you. So Hop Springs is a uh, is an American version. It's it's a little bit more hoppy than your typical amber ale, and I know uh, it's a favorite of that guy right there, the old the old ball coach, my dad. He um, if if nobody else drank it, we could make it, and he would finish it. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Gotta love dads for that. Yeah, right? a little bit bright, a little bit fruity. So we're talking about uh, Summit and Galaxy hops here, but in uh, very subdued uh, volumes. So a uh, little bit of uh, herbal bitterness with uh, that, that fruity type finish to it. Just a little bit of bright fruit with uh, some real caramely malt character. Right, I love that that sweetness from the from the galaxy. I guess is probably what it is. Yeah. It just kind of sits right in the middle of the tongue and kind of yeah. kind of breaks it all up and um, it sticks with you for a little and while then too. And that citrusy uh, finish, that classic yeah. American IPA citrusy finish. Right, which we thought from the beginning was a little bit unique to to build into that that big caramel multi body of. Uh, of a 5.5% beer. This is not a huge beer, but there's a lot going on there. Well, the, the motivation was it was uh, like a spring training beer. So spring training is right. Going from winter, win, in shape. winter to spring, transition transition from malt to hops. Kind of. There you go. Yeah. I mean, that's. Wow. I love that beer. Well, it, it you know it, it does dance between the two. It's it, it you know you get those those big malty kind of yeah. um, flavors that that then. But not overwhelmingly so. On the other hand, so. there's no. still those hops no. there, too. And, it's, and it's unlike fun. Joey Votto, it hasn't left its bat in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> or gone batshit crazy. Or, 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 you yeah. guys cannot start talking about baseball. The show will go off the rails. <laughs> and we'll yeah, let's save that for the end. As long as we always bring it back to beer. That's what you always said, no. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll start the stopwatch. Uh, that's a beauty, though. It really is a beauty. Yeah. Uh, Amazing, a very nice night. I really love it. Um, Always a favorite of mine. It's yeah, it's it's very solid. Enjoy it very much. Thank ne- you. Next, next, let's go. Um, let's go undone next. Uh, undone is yeah. Very, sound, it seems like there's a story to that one. There is. Um, is it named after the Weezer song? No, it's <laughs> not. It's named after my disdain for Untapped. <laughs> uh, as a as a brewer, that, and that's that, another show too. <laughs> yes. Well, let's get Scott Lafollette, myself, two kegs of beer, and we can talk oh about Untapped all night. Yeah. And everybody will run away screaming. Untapped <laughs> <laughs> uh, first, brewery tour second, right? Yeah. I, my my. Uh-oh, watch that brewery tour stuff. <laughs> first couple of weeks, we uh, 
got bombarded with your IPAs are not bitter enough. Um, clearly, people didn't understand the approach we wanted to take. Uh, we like to balance our beers. We like you to. We, we spend a lot of time, a lot of effort, and a lot of money on building quality beers. We use uh, Maris Otter as our base malt for most of our beers, so it's a little bit more expensive. Uh, take a lot of pride in building an entire beer so you can taste everything we do, not just hopping the shit out of a beer so that you can say, "Wow, they spend a lot of money on hops." We want you to see that we actually put some care and some thought into our recipes, and we're not just here to please the folks that want to be whacked upside the face with bitterness. So I got tired of hearing it. I got tired <laughs> of reading it. That, and I made this beer. We, we designed this beer. And I thought, it was, hopped I thought it was going to – it's an imperially hopped session IPA. So the idea was to build a 6% beer which now is checking in at seven and a half, uh, and hop the living crap out of it so that the haters would be quiet. Well, it wasn't enough. <laughs> it still <laughs> never is. still wasn't Where's enough. Where's our double IPA, damn yeah. it? Uh, and we have those. Mars Madness, uh, Sir Griff. Big Dippa. Big Dippa. We have plenty of double IPAs, and still the balance is just something that some folks can't get past. And then as we grew up, over the year and a half where I stopped worrying about what people were saying and and it wasn't something that we weren't chasing trying to make people happy so this was my shot at untapped saying you know what you're undone uh, I'm done with it don't care here you go if this isn't happy enough for you please don't don't come here looking for your big <laughs> bitter sour IPA and that it's not it's not what I'm trying to do well it, it's really funny to me because before you guys opened and I talked to you guys you talked about how you saw yourselves kind of as a West Coast kind of style right. thing. Right, and apparently nobody's and, been to Seattle. And, <laughs> and, so, and I, I, I had something in my head. I, and then I came in here, and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. They did it better than what I thought it was going to be because, you know, as much as, as I love, you know, the Citra Highs and the Galaxy Highs and yeah. stuff like that, it's, it's it gets a little boring after a while. Right. And, and so in, in my mind, this has almost turned into, and, and this is in my mind, more of like this – this English kind of style of balance in a beer right. that so has in been that, lost I, in the United States for so long. I am getting all kinds of aromas from mango yeah. and Well, I'm wondering, wondering what this little spicy, spicy kind of kick on the finish is. There's just no malt and, in that and, beer. And, and, it's all hops. So <laughs> even, even, even like a white wine sort of flavor that I'm getting into yeah, it when I drink well, it. I mean, it's really, and, really a complex beer. And isn't that kind of funny in itself, it's too, not. that <laughs> you guys tried to make this beer saying, oh, here's yeah. your big, bitter, you know, unbalanced beer, right. and it's still I beautifully mean, balanced. We're and talking Topaz and Galaxy, and that's it. So a lot like Galaxy High. I mean, even even sniffing it when it gets halfway down and you can really fill the glass, you know, the, 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 the even the flight glass, just a real, like, Tropical, yeah. tropical flavor to it. Right. Uh, you know, it's fantastic. It's really fantastic. Yeah. Dry so we, we, I mean, we tried know. to piss people off, <laughs> and now we've been making it nonstop since then. I don't know what it's we an can excellent do. Beer. I get almost like a um, like a slight doughiness. Is the only kind of malty well, thing I can this find. This is one of the few beers. This is yeah, one of the like few beers that we use American Two Row as as the base malt. And most of our beers are, again, Maris Otter. And, uh, this, this is going to give you some of that 
fatty mouthfeel to it since there's 15 pounds of mm-hmm. corn sugar that contribute most of the alcohol to this beer. So yeah. it's it's really it's just American two row and, and corn sugar. That's that's it. I really thought we were making a joke beer and people love it. <laughs> yeah, it's terrific. It's the way the best things start sometimes. Uh, so we've been through the uh, Hop Springs Eternal and the Undone, and uh, what's next? So we'll go Turn in Two next. Love it. Which, yeah. when we were out here, show four over a year ago, <laughs> it was almost on tap. I think that it had been brewed and was yeah, it was it was close. Yeah. And so, again, a, a, again, an IPA. It is. Um, <coughs> the name Turn and Two. Again, a baseball reference. Again, yes, absolutely. Partially, but also since you know, as Tony was mentioning, we feature Maris Otter and the malts. We went all two row on this IPA. So Turn and Two Row was kind of the where that came from. So a lot of citrus, like a lot of sharp bitterness. We use. Um, Something that may get into the beer geek world that makes people happy um, as far as talking chemistry. We use a lot of very low cohumulone uh, bittering hops. There's a, ten, there's, a, there's a ten cent word right there. I so, think that's the first time on Cincy Brewcast that word has been used. Co- it is. It is. Cohumulone? Yes. Will you Co- spell it for me? Absolutely. The spelling So, bee? well, I can break it down for you. Uh, the alpha acids in hops are made up of... It's a it's a tri-type compound, humulone, cohumulone, and adhumulone. Cohumulone is responsible for the harshness of the bitterness that you perceive Actually, on you your palate. You lost at hop. <laughs> <laughs> so the higher the percentage of that tertiary compound that is cohumulone, the more harsh you perceive the bitterness. So we try to use, in most of our beers, a very low cohumulone percentage for bittering hops. You ever, so, you ever watch Mythbusters? I understood four of those <laughs> and they words. Have that, they have that little sign that pops up on the screen that says warning Just science content. That's, I wish we need to have one of those. Beer, hop, three. <laughs> That's no, all really, I understood. Really, though, that, it's super fascinating to think that you can like look at it from such a scientific way. Well, and that's what you should your, be doing yeah, when you're making right. beer. Yeah. I don't know. I just drink. I'm just a drunk. <laughs> yeah, so you um, can you can never balance. heard that cohumulon stuff in my whole life. Now, now we may I'm have asked right, you this right? in the pre- guys. You we may have asked you guys this in the previous show. Uh, I don't remember. Can't hear what is, that is show the science terrible? What is the, what is the science? Is there science background with you guys? Or? Yeah, both of us. Uh, we ended up meeting each other, working together in uh, infectious disease laboratory at Children's Hospital. Oh, okay. So we did vaccine development type research together before we. Uh, so left you guys. What's the cohumulon level uh, on the children's vaccinations? <laughs> It was love at Zero. first vaccine. <laughs> so, no, really what we should do at this point is give uh, major props and respect to our wives who said, yeah, go ahead and stay home and watch our kids while they make all the money. And further beyond that, they said, yeah, go ahead, take a shot at this crazy-ass wow. dream that you guys have, and here Let's we hear, are. And their names? Nicole and, and Stacy. Stacey. Yeah. Uh, amazing when we drink this uh, this beer here. The turning two is the nice. turning two. Uh, you have turning two and the um, undone and, and the undone ne- right next to each other, both yep. called IPAs on your board, and yet completely different experiences, Absolutely. completely different beers. Yep. And 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 this one's this one has much less finish, you know, finish Very that, dry. That, that, yep. that that that. 
than than the undone and and so tell us what your idea was was with this one oh the idea was to dry it out and get rid of some of that balance um that was a precursor to undone Mm -hmm. thinking this was something that might make some of those hop heads that might appease them it it wasn't enough (laughs) and which is it's funny that you say that it finishes dry and clean the this Mm -hmm. batch of undone and for the the beer geeks out there, you know, uh, this that batch finished at ten zero zero one. There's there was no specific gravity left in that beer. I mean, this so almost feels it's, more it's, bitter it's, up it's front. It's dry than as water. I mean, yeah, right. And there's more bitterness up front. Undone has more on the backside. I, yeah, I absolutely. And, and it's you know it's some of the you can't uh, you can't guide the natural uh, organisms the yeast. You, you just mm-hmm. you try to do your best. But they're going to do what they want to do. So, you know, and that's part of, I think, what we tried to do from the beginning was let people know that the beers may not always be absolutely consistent, but when you have them and, and they're different, they, they, we hope they're better. Every time you have them, it, and it may not be the, the exact same as the last time you had it, but we hope that they're better. Well, and, and then again, I think so many people lose sight of uh, craft beer in a sense that um, uh, it's it's a handmade product. It's a, it's a workshop. It's a craft. It's, it's a it's, workshop. It's, 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 I also don't think you know, a lot of breweries talk about that, though. Yeah. I think it's that... It's never... Well, I mean, there, there's... You know, I think I think craft beer people they want it they want their cake and eat it too. They want it both ways. They want it to be small and independent, but they also want it to be consistent and right. constantly well, perfect and dialed in every time. And and well, I, I, we I'm sorry, I I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't I, I don't think it, I agree. I think, I think, there's, think there's some for, romance there's some romance in that in that difference. And that every time you come in here. So what what did they do? What what's different about this beer, or how is it better, or what am I tasting now, and why? Um, we make no bones about it. We don't have the buying power to buy huge lots of hops and malt. So when when I when I dump five pounds of citra hop into our experimental citra pail, we. It's not always the same lot of hop. It's coming from a different farm. It's coming from a, a different packaging company. So we we don't try to adjust the recipe based on acid content and all of that to make sure that the beer is exactly the same every time. We use what we can get, the best ingredients we can get, and we make the beer with what we can get, and that's it. And that's, that's very cool, and I think that sh- should be what consumers of craft beer want that should be something that that, that there's a very i mean you're never gonna you're not gonna go to uh a, an artisan baker or somebody that makes pies or something and get exactly the same flavor the same tastes you know you know. isn't that why we all do this isn't i think it that, so that joy of sitting why down do at it. a craft brewery and, and looking up at, at the board and say oh my god i haven't tried that yet and ordering it, you know, it doesn't matter what style it is. It doesn't matter how many IBUs or anything. You just you order the beer because you haven't had it before and you want to try what they did. It's and not beer. only that, but when you can come in and you can sit down next to you know across the bar or next to Chris or Tony or Scott, or some of the guys that run the smaller places. Okay, not necessarily 
you know, I don't want to knock on guys. You know, I don't <laughs> want to knock on the on the quote unquote big guys. But when you can come in, you can sit across from one of these guys and drink the beer and then talk to him about what was your what was your thought process on this? What did you use? How did you you know? And, and know that 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 the guys that are standing across the bar from you nine times out of ten have put their hands. In the beer. Well, that's Stirred a good point because and the guys that work behind the bar. The don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a few of the guys that work behind the bar, they're also in here on, on the brew side right, during the yeah, week. Right. So they're they're in here sweating and busting their ass the same way we are. And they're they're just here with that pretty face. Look at that you pretty gotta, face. Yeah. Drew's yeah. got that pretty face yeah, back there. Give, give a shout out. <laughs> give a shout out. Drew! He's acting like he can't hear you. <laughs> Uh, one more, and then we're going to take a break, and then we're going to yeah. get to something Tina wanted to do, and then we're going to talk about yet another beer. So this is Burning Bridges, which is uh, Wild yes, Bill's biggest biggest fan here right here. A smoked IPA. Uh, this is uh, yeah. an IPA that we use a little bit of uh, herbal. It smells like campfire right away. Does yeah. uh, awesome. today seem like a good day to burn a bridge or two? Hey, <laughs> <A> little 311 <laughs> reference. I like that. <laughs> So this this is a beer that uh, Chris actually brought up and said, "Can Not we many do this?" IPAs. Yeah, can we do this? Does anybody make a smoked IPA? Well, yeah, what the hell? We'll try. It. We'll figure it out. And we use uh, in this one we've used a little bit of Alderwood smoked malt, three pounds in one barrel of Alderwood smoked malt, and that's where all the all that smoke flavor and aroma comes from. And big, spicy, onion, earthy-type summit uh, hops up front. And a little bit of noble hop on I the back I never side. get that onion that people talk about, and yeah, I desperately I, want to. I taste, I taste it every time. This beer transports tra- it transports me into somebody's backyard mm-hmm. around the fire. I want to eat a s'more yes. right now. It's yeah. so... It, well, you should come and back and have campfire story. Okay. We, do, we do a... Uh, <laughs> we, we do an, an amber that we an call onion. campfire story that, that's uh, inspired by s'mores. So chocolate malt, a little bit of sweetness, and uh, more smoke. To it. A little bit more smoke. That's yeah. awesome. That's amazing. It's because well with bacon. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh I really can only imagine. Bacon. Yeah. Yeah. We, it's, we, it's delicious. I really like it. I, I'm surprised. I mean, smoked beers. You know, they're hit and miss. They're hit and miss. No, I, I almost think you either like them or you don't. I think that there's not a lot of middle ground there where people kind of like. Well, like well a, a lot of them are of guilty of sort of that liquid smoke kind of like fake. Yeah, fake yeah. that's a whole different. Yeah. That's Too a whole different topic, though. A fake flavor versus a real flavor. Yeah, this is real and shit. <laughs> joke but you can tell. But you can I tell, can the tell that this is real. You can tell the difference. Right. Yeah. But but that to me is not a smoked beer. That's a beer with liquid smoke. Yeah. Well, no, but it doesn't stop real... people from calling it a smoked beer. Right. This is the real stuff. And you can tell. It's yeah. delicious. Sweet. It's uh it's not something you want to have too much of, I think, but you can do it. Uh, you also have uh, ETR, which is a red IPA glacier. What does ETR is a, stand for? Eric the Red. Uh, All right. It's, a, it's uh, our from, from number forty-four right there of <laughs> Eric Davis. Uh-oh. Watch the, out. Red's, back to the Red's baseball game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that is that is more of a uh, British style IPA, uh, British yeast, thirteen eighteen um, that we use. The same thing that we use for Griff. And uh, 
Glacier made Glacier made Glacier. fight, which we talked about. Yep. Braves Brown as well. Uh, Brown L. Uh, just real quick. What's what that I, like? Uh, what's a Braves uh, Brown? Braves like? Brown is something that we've been making since we started yeah. brewing. Just a classic American brown ale. No nut. It is not a nut brown. So it, it, it's a clean, dry, little bit of roast. Great. 118, Nats night, 118. Nightcap. i got to get a Nats Nightcap. Yeah, uh, yeah oh, that, absolutely. That, that's on my radar, too. Yeah. Um, very nice dry stout. Uh, very light on the palate. Not not real heavy. Uh, more of an Irish-type stout without yeah. the nitro. Yeah. The 118 is a uh, pale ale that uh, we make with all New Zealand hops, which wow. is something we're going to get into here with the uh, collaboration beer a little bit later. But uh, that's all Motuika and... Uh, I just looked at it. It's all. It's, <laughs> well, listen. All right, listen, shut it down. Don't kill yourself. Listen, we're, the now, Cliffs notes. we're gonna take a short we, break. We no. only have fifty recipes that we've made, yeah. so I can't remember them. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna take a short break. Uh, we're gonna cleanse our palates. We're gonna talk about Cincinnati Beer Week, uh, and, oh, we're Pacific Pacific about, and we're gonna talk about and we're gonna talk about quite a bit more uh, right after this. Uh, you're listening to Cincy Brewcast Live. <laughs> At Dogberry Bring Westchester, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hi, fans. I'm going to tell you about the new apparel supplier to Cincy Brewcast, Pastura Screen Print. Mario Pastura has built his family business with the craft beer movement in mind. They've done custom items for Old Firehouse, Listerman, and many more. Screen printing to embroidery, Pastura Screen Print has the answers for your custom apparel and marketing needs. Contact Mario or any of the pros at Pastura Screen Print at 513-550-2271 by email at pastura.screenprint at gmail.com and coming soon at www.pasturascreenprint.com. The craft of custom apparel is Pastura Screen Print. Hi, this is Danny Gould from Quaffillers in Greater Cincinnati. Hi, this is Brandon Hughes from Nine Giant Brewing in Pea Ridge. Hey, hi, this is Peanut from Eight Ball Brewing in Bellevue slash Newport. I'm Eric Bauman from Christian Moreland Brewing Company in Cincinnati, Ohio. Hi, this is Mitchell Doherty from Eight Ball Brewing in Northern Kentucky, Newport slash Bellevue. Hey, this is Mike Alvaral from Nine Giant Brewing in Pleasant Ridge. Hi, this is Mike Dewey from Mount Carmel Brewing Company in Mount Carmel, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. All right, everybody. Uh, once again, back live at uh, Dogberry Brewing in Westchester, Ohio. We've had uh, breaking news here on Cincy Brewcast. The move of Dogberry Brewing to 90, 9964 Crescent Park Drive, uh, just a few clicks south of uh, their current location. Wait, what? Where, where, where <laughs> They're doing what? But, but not until the end of the New, year. News broke. Yeah, I, I meant to yeah, ask. So don't go the, there. Uh, come here until then. Yeah, I was. I was wondering what the uh, what the time frame on that was. Yeah, and, and we're you're... we're hoping by the end of uh, sixteen, at worst case, early seventeen. Yeah. Absolutely. When is when is your uh, two year anniversary? What is the date on that? The eighth. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, that might work. Right? Might work out that <laughs> way. <laughs> A uh, tenfold increase. Uh, ten barrel brew system. Uh, Three ten barrel fermenters, uh, ten barrel bright tank, and cold crash tank, uh, but still trying and still trying, and I'm sure they will succeed in maintaining their sort of same tap room vibe. I'm sure all of this stuff is going over there. Um, I that, love you. I love not, your back. Not that foosball table. No way. <laughs> 
It's gone. I love I love your back bar. Hopefully you keep that because the back bar is just, just fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and and all of your uh, all of your craft beer and regular. I love the the half gallon Utapol uh, bottle. That's that what makes up. it feel like the man cave is all the growlers, all the beer I had, bottles. I yeah. had those. I probably drank beer out of one of those when I was there's, about 16. There's somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, 2,500 beer bottles on display in this place. Man, it's yeah. fantastic. And then you've got you've got two TVs. I'm sure if you're going to expand the space, you're going to have more TVs. Absolutely. And yeah, there's we'll always well, we're, we're sports guys. So there's yeah. always a, there's always a game on. A, always a, a baseball. Yeah. Although. You can watch baseball. We're watching. Around. We're watching Florida and Mississippi State right watch, now. That's a. Uh, this is a killer. I don't know game. why we're watching Florida and Mississippi attention. State because the, the, the SEC tournament is top oh, shelf. Oh, okay, all right. It's high level, right? But well, the, the Reds Bill? are starting in Milwaukee. <laughs> I think it's eight thirty. Uh, yeah, Eastern well, the Reds. Time. Well, Drew will take the, care the of Reds. The, the, the Reds are a little worse than Florida. <laughs> Drew looks a little stressed over there. Drew, take care of the Reds game. As if the. As as if the. Expansion news and all of that, and and keeping up your production for the tap room here, and all that weren't enough. You were also part of the only collaboration, Cincy Beer yeah. Week collaboration team, right? To have their beer packaged. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Their first packaged beer. This is the first packaged <laughs> dogberry beer. Yeah, yeah, that that, that was awesome. We, we were so fortunate to be a part of it that was group. So, dumb so what's the over under on over under? Oh, fourteen. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> no, wait, thirteen point five. One eighteen. One eighteen. Pete Rose says, "What's the?" Well, that's that's is a big part of it. Is this mine? By the way, quick. Good that's call. it. Yeah. Yes, that that's yours. And yeah, that that was a big part of it. Over under. Uh, all American two row red X malt is really what it was. It was uh, that was the only malt that we used, and all of our our hop choice was all New Zealand hops, and we aged this beer on mulberry wood. So uh, it, it, it turned out it's it's a lager, so you get a lot of that malt forward kind of uh, Samuel Adams type thing that just. This is what we love, Jim, Sam Adams. Don't sleep on Sam Adams. <laughs> well, th- this is what this is what Jim Cook really wanted a beer to be. It's a big statement. All right, let's try. Well, it's sorry, I already tried it. <laughs> it's, we did too. It, I mean, you get that bright wood and hoppiness. There, there's some uh, the malt. The malt dominates up front, and you get a lot of the uh, the bright fruit. Yeah, floral on, on and the backside. Yeah, the nose, the nose is bright fruit. But that fact that it's a lager, like it's still like yeah, it's really smooth. Mm-hmm. Right. It is. And, this and is delicious. Yeah, it's soft. I don't normally it, like it's a very, lagers. It's a very soft beer. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It, it might be a little, I don't know, Uh-oh. heavy or whatever to drink as a one after the other. See, I disagree. But, see, no. The word we've heard around around the brewery is crushable. We, it's crushable. When, when <laughs> it's it, crushable. When it's, it's been sitting yeah. for a few minutes. When it's cold, it's it's, it's when it's cold. Yeah. Now, and you did mention before we came on the air yeah. that it's a different beer cold yes. than it is. It is. Which warm, which we've been letting and it we sit. Can, up, sit. And we can get a bottle cold if you would like to try it. Uh, yeah. Well, geez, I know. I know a guy that has. I don't know. Nick, would you bring a uh, cold bottle, please? Yeah, come um, on, Nick. <laughs> go get him, Nick. Um, <laughs> a cold bottle? <laughs> you know, 
She looks confused. I, I'm curious what she's going to bring uh, you back. You know, yeah. um, no, she's got it. Oh, she figured it out. Dan Dan Listerman has been brewing for years. Listerman's is in, in the group of, of four, which was you guys, Mad Tree Urban Artifact, and yeah. Listerman. Right. Obviously, the dean of that whole group, uh, Listerman Brewing, would be everybody else. You know, I mean, gosh, we talk about it on other shows. Mad Tree three years old but they seem like they've been around forever and you and, and, and you guys um, and urban artifact um, what was it what was it like in the room what was it like with the here's the colder version i, I we were very fortunate to be a part of this group i oh think my, we touched on oh that. my god <laughs> yeah before, before He's going to eat his break, words. See, I, I drank it at 32 degrees Man, at, at 7.50 this morning, it, yeah, and no, it was I, completely I mean, different beer. I mean, yeah. this beer went into the into this bottle at 7 o'clock this morning. Wow. Yeah. Look, see, he crushed it already. Oh, Look, it's per- gone. That's, that is. <laughs> it's that's, crushable. That's, ba- that's it's bad. Crushable. That's dangerous. What's, what's the... Uh, Six what two. Are the, oh, my God. <laughs> Well, and it's that's interesting too, and it's fun to see a beer that can that can have that different range of you can get it really cold and you can sit outside with your friends and and literally crush it, mm-hmm. or you can let it warm up and you can sit down and and, and really sip at it and, and find those other flavors that kind of get hid when it's cold. And, and that's fun. Yeah. That's that's what Cincinnati Beer Week should kind of be about. Uh, and and what Mike was uh, alluding to there or asking about was the whole thought process behind building this beer. It was uh, it was a truly collaborative effort. We sat down, we had a few beers, we talked about what we want, we had a few more beers, and we thought, hey, we have a we have a specific parameter that we have to build around, and you know this is what we can do and. We actually did not decide on the hops that were going to be used until brew day. It was it, it was a Sam Adams commercial in the brewery that afternoon. Crushing hops in our hands, smelling. Yeah, let's use that at this point in the boil, and that that's literally how we did it. And it was it was one of the neatest experiences that in a young brewing career that that somebody could have. I imagine it, it's it a was, lot like the situation really cool. room. Like, just yeah, like, well, all these, like, it was, but it was a hell of a lot more important. Like, yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. It's Cincinnati Beer Week. Yeah. I mean, without sounding weird, it was neat to, like, learn from those guys and play with it. You know, oh, I mean, like, yeah. brew oh, with yeah. them. Like, Absolutely. I mean, well, Brett, I just pictured Brett, Josh Brett Elliott. Coleman. No, yeah. I, I pictured yeah. Josh Elliott rolling around and in the Josh, house. We need he, more wild Actually, his flannel shirt was just covered in hop dust and... His boots and his cut-off shorts, it was just a mess. Sort of br- I mean, brushing his shoulders yeah. into the... Into I mean, the uh, Ryan Blevins couldn't get his mustache dirty. <laughs> Josh's nipple rings have yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, there may have been a nipple ring that got damaged. <laughs> so, you know, this is kind of off-topic. I was at Urban Artifact one night, and I was sitting at the bar, and Josh was there with his drink, and he had to go talk to somebody, and he turned to the bartender, and he's like, can you watch my drink for me real quick? She's like, yeah, that's fine. And he walked over and he did whatever he had to do and he came back. He and didn't he's bring like, it with him? That's weird. He said, did you watch this? And she's like, yeah, but I spit in it. And he just turned <laughs> and he looked at her straight in the eyes and he said, I spit in every single batch. <laughs> and he picked up his beer and he turned around and he walked away. <laughs> and we kind of looked at each other and nobody knew if he was joking. It's <laughs> probably serious. I would, yeah. I would not doubt it. 
Josh Sorry, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Josh He's a fun dude. Yeah, he's very much. We love you guys, Urban Artifact. Yeah, oh man, those guys are great guys. And again, as I was about to say, it's got to be great to just. To, to, to hang out with those guys well, and, and, and and to, as you said, learn and, and you know, find well, out whatever. I think and, again, they're all just great people. The, the, yeah. the best with. way I can put it is that our job really sucks. <laughs> 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 Nobody wants to be us. Right, right, yeah. right, no, right. No. So do we want to talk about the other Beer Week beers a little bit? Who are they? What, what? Yeah, I don't care about them. I mean, it's, it's a it's a big picture kind of thing. Oh, no, you're right. I mean, Absolutely. we got we got we Listerman, Urban Artifact, and Dogberry here. What more? In one so bottle. Do you have all the? I've got the list in front of me. Let's yeah, do it. Go ahead. I mean, not in front oh, of me, so in my head because and, I'm the gnome. That's and, the way it is. And, and, and of course, if you if, if you don't remember, and you or you didn't listen live on Cincy Brewcast. Uh, back when it happened, uh, back on what was it, January 29th or February 29th, Leap Day. Uh, now, do was you have the, uh, that in front of you, or did you just pull that out of your ass? It was the 28th. <laughs> I pull, uh, it's all up here, man. That's impressive. Yeah. It wasn't out of his ass, it out of his head. What, 15, just, 15 different Cincinnati craft brewers got together, and, and there was oh. a draft, and there was a whole, the big, whole 20, big thing. Yeah, yeah February 29th. Yeah. A whole big thing of, of the, uh, of, of, of the Cincinnati Cincinnati Beer Week collaboration draft. I mean, draft I was there and, physically. And so the parameters for what you guys were supposed to use in the beer were chosen that day, yes, and then it absolutely. was up to you guys to, to, yep. to figure out. What and we had a do. local wood was our local uh, ingredient, and we chose mulberry wood. So, fruits of our labor, team Mount Carmel, um, which is Mount Carmel, Cellar Dweller, Fibonacci, 50 West. They did a fruited IPA with um, peaches and apricots, apricots depending on what part of the country you live in, I guess. Uh, 7.1%. Birds and the Bees from Team 8-Ball, which is 8-Ball, Christian Moorline, uh, Mash Cult, and Old Firehouse, and then Tap and Screw. They did a Belgian Golden with Honey Malt, Honey, Black Locust Flowers. Oh, man. Um, which I, what is a locust I, flower? I don't know what it tastes like, but it sounds Some like there's a lot biblical. going on there. And it's it comes in um, 6.8%. Uh, 18 IBU. So I, I'm, I'm anticipating there's a lot of kind of light, flowery flavors going on with that one. I'm, I'm curious. Nectar, Team Braxton, Braxton Paradise, Rivertown, Rock Bottom. They did a Mexican lager with agave. So two lagers out of the um, the five right. beers. Two lagers is, and IPA. And which a, is uh, funny because I don't yeah. think you would have seen that you know a few years back. Right, exactly. All the and then, oh, the Hosfit was at, was at Pilsner, isn't it? That's a lot right. of beers. Saison, so. Day 513 from Blank Slate, Bad Tom. Uh, Ryan Geist and Taft's Ale House. It's a Saison no, with Jenny Peppers. Do what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Blake's Light. So, you know, Scott and his his Saisons. It's yeah. working with Bad Tom. It's going to be good with Bad Tom. Yeah. So, it, <laughs> it, uh, it, it, they're, they're near each other. They're, they're right down the street from yeah, each other. Yeah. For now. We'll right. see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. He's, yeah. he's mentioned that a couple times around that uh, Bad Tom is kind of. Looking around, so oh. interesting, very good. Hey, listen, uh, we're going to take another uh, short break. Uh, we'll be back to talk more with uh, Tony Meyer and Chris Feedy from Dogberry Brewing Yay. here in Westchester, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs> 
Hey, it's Mike, and I just wanted to remind everybody that you can follow Cincy Brewcast on all your favorite social media platforms like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Vine at Cincy Brewcast. Plus, don't forget to download your choice of podcast app and follow us on your favorite podcast services like SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and Spreaker at Cincy Brewcast. Plus, we are live and interactive worldwide on Periscope TV for Apple and Android. Follow us at Cincy Brewcast, and be sure to check our social media platforms for live show dates and times. Plus, be on the lookout for show video and the new Cincy Brewcast YouTube channel. You can also leave us a Google Voice message at area code 513-601-8785. If we like it, we just might use it on the program. And last but certainly not least, you can send an email to cincybrewcast at gmail.com or utilize the Contact Us page at www.cincybrewcast.com. Get interactive with Cincy Brewcast. This is Sean Willingham from Municipal Brewworks in Hamilton, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Good, but a little less shatter. I wish she would have been on tape if she had a mic in front of her. You know what? No beer for you. Back here at Dogberry Brewing, yeah, Westchester, Ohio. Show your love for Chris Freedy and Tony Meyer, who are putting out some fantastic beer Woo! over here at <laughs> over here at Dogberry. Um, so, I, are are you on a, a train here, or can I? Yeah, go ahead, and then uh, Tina did want want to talk about something. We'll, we'll I have like a little bit of news to break. It's like a small amount. It's a so go ahead. It's, it's a little go ahead, no. Please. Um, one of the beers here that I have not gotten a chance to try that's, that kills me that I missed. Because it you missed time. it. It's my wife's fault. <laughs> uh oh. She made Uh-oh. me stay home. She and said, no. Hey, hey, come on. She's within striking distance. You better be careful. <laughs> she just started throwing down all angry like. Um, so, Valor 71 yes. is one of the give back beers that you guys have done. One of the many, but yes. Um, Tell us a little bit about the beer and okay. then kind of this event. So next the beer, week too. the beer itself is an IPA that we designed in conjunction with the Westchester Police Department and the FOP to uh, sort of help out and draw some attention to a officer that passed away from a particular cancer. It would have been kidney, bladder cancer. Two children. Um, and you know the benefits for public servants are not quite what they should be so myself being the only person in my family or at least of my siblings that have not been a public servant i love the fact that we can give back to this community and especially those that protect and serve our community so john dewitt was an officer uh with Westchester that he served for 20 years here in our community to protect us and he before that he was a the United Marines, States right? Marine he was a United States Marine absolutely and that was the same thing that my brother Drew was and my brother Aaron who was in the house tonight was in the Air Force and who is currently with the uh, Fairfield 
police department. So we, we love the fact that these folks that give their time and give their career to help us, we, we want to help give that back. Well, well I, it, the neat thing was that uh, Matt came in, a yeah, friend of we John. Didn't. He came in and asked. He he spoke with Tony, like sitting over a beer or two, and just said, having beers. Hey, you know this is my guy. We worked together. He, you know, had the can had cancer. Right. We don't we don't we don't so, design these things to yeah. draw business to our. He place. said, "Is this something you would consider?" And it's uh, we said, "Sure." You know, like, yeah. If you ask around. us, we're gonna do it. So you know, mm-hmm. we were able to generate. Like a couple hundred dollars for the family, which goes, you know, that's a good thing. It's not much, but it's it goes a long way. I, but it, you know, it's yeah. it's a it's a piece of the puzzle of what it means to be, yeah. especially to be a, a, a nano brewery or a, right. a nano no more brewery, well, whatever let, you happen to be. Let, let, it, let, it, let's take a, it a little further. So next Thursday, we we're, we're going to do it again. We're going to release that beer. We we made it. We released it, didn't tell anybody about it, and the beer went on. We were going to give a percentage of the proceeds to the family. But next Thursday, we are going to release another batch of that beer, and the entire police department that is not on duty at that time will be here throughout that night, and we will... We're, we're going to charge... tickets. Yeah, we're going yeah. to charge $15 a head to get in, Five dollars goes to your first pint. Ten dollars goes back to the family of the officer's uh, the, the officer's children and, and, and his fund. So what we're doing is really trying to build this camaraderie with the community, and, and not it's not just about beer. It's not just you, about you guys aren't in Westchester just for the demographics. No, you, you're no. here to give back to the community. Right. I, I don't think everybody. I, I live about. here. Well, no, I, to that end, any community, we, we would be a sincere part of that community. Right. So it happens to be Westchester, so, and you can't, like we talked about it the, like two weeks ago, you can't fake sincerity. I mean, like... It, right. I, so let, let's further that. Diamond Four, which yeah. Gnome loves. It's named after the patch that my grandfather wore yeah. on his uniform in the Marine Corps in World War Two shot injured in on Iwo Jima. Every time we make that beer and we sell that beer, it, it, it's a beer that my, my grandfather would have loved. Loved a German multi-type beer. I make it for him, and we sell it, and we give a, a percentage back to the Honor Flight Foundation. Every time we make it, we give that percentage, the ten percent back. I love of, the Honor Flight Foundation. But, and it's, yeah, and it's and not like so you guys are standing out. We don't, we don't, we don't push it. And saying, we don't hey, push hey, it. You know, there's there's really so it. much that nobody that nobody knows about that what we do for the communities. That, that stuff we and did before we were brewers or whatever. Yeah, that, that's the kind of people we are, and that's the kind of people we want to come in here. And yeah, I mean, it, we don't have to push it to get people in here but it's great when people come in here and we can we can bring in money for great causes and and kick that back it, it's just part of who we are and what what we do and how we were raised that that's just it yeah that's a good call so that's actually a really wonderful segue to my news <laughs> <laughs> can, I right. yeah, can i go yeah sure okay Let's hear it. um 
So thank you for doing all that you do to give back to the community. Um, I did just want to do a little bit of shameless self-promotion here, but it is going to help out one of our very good friends. Um, so I work... Not a beer place. I work at a cocktail bar, uh, the Overlook Lodge uh, in Pleasant Ridge. Have, we have an have excellent craft, beer program. Craft beer, yes. um, so, next week, June sixth to the twelfth, is um, Negroni Week. Negroni is a classic cocktail of gin, Campari, and vermouth. Each bartender is making their own version variation of the Negroni cocktail. Each bartender is assigned a night, and if that bartender sells the most cocktails of their own variation on their assigned night then one dollar for every single Negroni sold all week not just theirs but like all the other bartenders as well um, one dollar for each Negroni is donated to the bartender's charity of choice all right nice. so yes, that's cool a wonderful wonderful friend of the show Lisa Graham and Brewhouse Dogbones. Yes. Oh, I have yes. selected as one of my. I'm actually playing for two charities. I'm going to play for uh, Brewhouse Dogbones and for the League for Animal Welfare. And I'm Excellent. hoping to make it into a really like wonderful night of animal awareness, awareness for what Lisa's doing um, for her, you know, teens and young adults with developmental disabilities. And I'm just really excited. I really want to like get it out there and make sure that everybody can come. I want basically I want to give as much money as possible to these people. So, and I obviously Lisa has done so much for our show. We absolutely adore her and the Brewhouse program, and I know you guys work with her as well. Yep. Um, so, I really just kind of wanted to get that out there as an event. So, um, it's Wednesday, June 8th, is my night. And, and, and that's going to be your version of the Negroni. So, you're going to, you're going to, it is going it. to be, going yeah, to, it's going to be, you better um, put beer in it. <laughs> um, Right now, it's still a little bit of a work in progress, but I'm sort of thinking the Campari is a really, like, sort of barky, like, astringent kind of yeah, yeah. flavor. So I want to sweeten it up a little bit. I want to do a blackberry gin. I want to do a little bit, bit of uh, vanilla and some lighter, drier vermouth. Um, well, let me just tell everybody. <laughs> but what I'm saying, here. I'm not trying to, to self-promote, but no, I'm no. saying this is but for Lisa Graham and the Brewhouse Dog Bones program, as well as Leaf for Animal Welfare. Um, because they deserve even us, more than we could ever give to them. Is, but, is awesome. but back before the holiday, right before the ho- during the holidays, they had a cocktail contest of sorts at uh, the Overlook Lodge. And you're looking at the winner right here for her three French hens cocktail that included Hennessy, um, uh, cognac. Uh, it was Hennessy, Lillet, and Saint Germain. It was fantastic. Topped with it was, uh, champagne. It was really, really good. So I'm willing to bet on my girl right here that she's going to make the best Negroni variant, and hopefully, keep her fingers crossed, but she'll win the. Thing. I know this. I know this is a beer show, but it is hope- hopefully um, to benefit the. You know, the Lisa puppies. Graham, the, the puppies, puppy, no. um, the all all of the kids that work for um, Brewhouse Dog Bones, and you know, um, are really gaining their real world work experience through um, all of the breweries that are able to donate for their program. Um, so it's really special to us, and it's I, it's going to be great. So um, we'll put some information on our website about that. Um, we'll tweet about it and. Like I said, uh, Lisa is in. She's going to be sending out um, information as well to help promote the event. And they will be there that night with a table for with samples of dog bones. Cool. You can buy the dog bones, the shirts, learn about uh, the program, everything. So, 
Sounds good. Listen, we're going to wrap her up uh, here uh, from Dogberry Brewing in Westchester. Uh, Tony Meyer and Chris Freedy are joining us, and uh, we'll wrap it up with these guys uh, right after this on Cincy Brewcast, the voice, absolutely, of Cincy Craft. Hi, Mike Cisneros here with a word about Brewhouse Dog Bones. By now, craft beer fans all over Cincy know the distinctive brown paper sack with a big red bone. You've seen it in great breweries like Mount Carmel, Listerman's, Rheingeist, 8-Ball, Braxton, and more. At just 5 bucks a bag, you know you can't find a more healthful or delicious treat for your best friend. Made from spent brewery grains, organic eggs, peanut butter, and brown rice flour. But did you know that Brewhouse Dog Bones is an educational program for developmentally disabled teens and young adults? It's available through the New Richmond, Cincinnati Public, Fort Thomas Public, Sycamore, Oak Hills, and many more school districts across southwest Ohio and northern Kentucky. For more information on where to find Brewhouse Dog Bones or how to get your developmentally disabled loved one or your school district involved in the Brewhouse Dog Bones program, contact Lisa Graham at area code 513-520-0310 or visit www.brewhousedogbones.com. Give your dog the craft experience with Brewhouse Dog Bones. This is Steve Shaw. This is Eric Bosler. Hi, my name is Gamal Nagy. Hey, y'all. This is Sean Willingham. This is Brett Coleman-Baker. Hi, I'm Scott LaFollow. Hi, this is Evan Rouse. Cellar Dweller Craft Beers. Darkness Brewing. Rivertown Brewing Company. Admissible Brew Works. Urban Artifact Brewing. Blank Slate Brewing. Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky. In Cincinnati. In Northside. In Hamilton, Ohio. Bellevue, Kentucky. Mar, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast. Cincy Brewcast. And you're listening to Cincy Brewcast. The voice. The voice. The voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs> One more time back here at Dogberry. Uh, guys, um, again, congratulations on your announcement today, uh, the expansion of your business, uh, moving to a new location probably uh, uh, by the end of the year, maybe a little bit beyond that. Um, again, wh- what must it mean to you? I mean, what does it mean to you guys I mean, to, to have to, to be vindicated in your well, in, your, in your dream and in your passion. It's, it's humbling in the same sense. It's, it, it's, uh, it, there's a calm, easy feeling about just doing something that you love and that's, that's being able be to fantastic. do it. You know, I mean, I, mean I, I, I would love to sit here and tell you that we're doing something great. What we used to do for a living, we did, we did something great for people. We spent our lives making the world better. Right. Now we just make beer. Well, yeah. we, we, don't we just... downplay beer. Don't. <laughs> no, but uh, what the gnome wrote his last his last paragraph, um, and this is what he wrote. This is not what we're saying. Uh, this is a humbling paragraph. Uh, basically, he summed up Dogberry as the people, and this isn't just me and Tony. It's the people who come here. Uh, some things can't be duplicated or imitated or recreated. These are honest, good people. Maybe a little stubborn, but that's what makes them who they are. Bingo. They make good that's Tony. Make good beer for the right reasons. As long as they keep doing that, they'll do well. And yeah. and, and that's not just like we're not we're not here to change the world. We already did that. <laughs> yeah, when we were born. <laughs> It couldn't have made a point better. <laughs> All right, the the the. the, the I think my final question: <laughs> If you own the Reds, what would you do? 
Oh, I'd burn oh. the facts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're winning right now. Look. Right now? Well, yeah. thank right God. Now. Well, it's the third inning. Thank so God we for still Milwaukee. Have yeah, yeah. They, haven't <laughs> gone, they haven't gotten to the eighth <laughs> inning and yet. The, and the Pope's going to go. <laughs> the Pope's going to close the game. White smoke later. <laughs> Love it when oh, the Pope man. Uh, nah, I mean, beer. Th- th- I think what I meant there was beer's just beer. I mean, people that, people have an everyday life, and, and, and this beer thing is important, and it's it really is something that people have, have a passion for. Yeah, absolutely. And even those of us that uh, make a living or hope to make a living off of it someday, yeah. it's not the end of the world. I mean, it, it, it's just beer. Enjoy it. Drink what you want. Don't criticize what you don't like because you don't like it. Sure. And it's not your style. Just, just have a good time with it. If you don't like it, keep moving. It's okay. But I think, you know, and, and not to argue with you, but no, you know, fight, this, is, this is not just beer. You look around this room. Like, this is not about what's in people's glasses. When you, <laughs> when you start a brewery, it's yeah. about something much bigger that is, that is really hard to express. In in a podcast or a blog or yeah, or, but or we didn't we didn't set out to do it. It's, that's what it, makes it was it, a, it was a that's natural the, reaction to what we did here. That's the whole point. It. It's yeah. it's not it's not on purpose. It's not right. it's not thought out ahead of time. It's not planned. It's not in a business plan. It's right. it's something bigger. It's the people that are coming in here and sitting around and and the give back beers and stuff like it. it, it craft and, beer is not and, about and, what's and, in a glass. And yeah. people people who. To me, it, people who all they knew was the big ones, and the the, the light loggers and the watery beers, yeah, and they should and, come and, in here and watch and us they, sweat our they, asses off Monday through Thursday. And they walk into a place <laughs> like this, and they they taste they taste something that's made with care and with pride, and with love, and they think, man, where has this been my entire life? Absolutely. I can't believe I've been drinking that other stuff. When guys are killing themselves to do this for me, you know, for people who drink beer. No, it's fun. Well, you we, know, I mean, we do it because we love it. When you go to your grocery store and you pick up a, a case of Budweiser, you know, the, the bartender doesn't ask you how your wife is and, and what's new with you and, and, and how, how things are. Like, you don't. That connection isn't there. And it's always been. It's always been community. There's, it's there's, been there's a connection when you have, especially when you talk about a neighborhood place like this. Like it's a very different kind of connection that you you make with, you know, that's what nice, you're drinking that's and who nice makes word, it. Community, and I, it's surprising that that's not more common. I, I guess. I like. Yeah, you're right. I <laughs> I thought. Like, uh, like I, I thought uh, you just want to have your neighborhood <laughs> beer. Like my mom talks talks about. Her dad sending her down to the bar to get a jug of beer. You know, fill the bucket, bring it back. Right. I mean, you know, it's. We can bring buckets. We, we, we can bring. <laughs> we can, eh, what about bring the Home it? Depot? I'm going to Home Depot after I leave here. Bring it back. I think the guy's name bring is Homer. Back to the neighborhood. Even though we're going to get a little bit bigger, you're still going to be able to talk to us. You're still going to be able to. Because you guys aren't going. You know, the people that make it tick. Are going right. to be there. Yeah. So. yeah, we have to be. Otherwise, it's not going to take. It quits ticking. I'm taking over. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Flat lines. Get out. Well, folks, I don't think that we can put any better of a bow on it than that. Again, Tony Meyer and Chris Freedy, the big. Thanks, 
an expansion. Thanks, guys. We, we appreciate them bringing us out here and letting us do our program uh, from the tap room. Uh, we've had a great crowd. Everybody's been participatory. Everybody been, has been applauding and so forth, and we really appreciate that. And so that about does it for us. Once again, my name is Mike Cisneros at the Naughty Gnome at thenaughtygnome.com. Absolutely. Thank you. Tina Cisneros with the big benefit coming up. June 8th by Negroni. And my name is Mike Cisneros. We're so happy that you joined us here on Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Thanks, guys. Woo!